Hello and welcome to Glitch Cube, we're a gaming podcast, and each week we take a deeper look into the art of video games. As always, I'm Christian. I'm Chris. And welcome back everybody to another fun-filled day as we discuss games. So today what we're going to be talking about is making games once again. How about that? So we're going to go back to a classic that we love doing. It's just like working on improv style, making games and coming up with ideas and trying to expand on these random thoughts that are given to us by these game generators. Now we found quite a few of them that are very strange, bizarre, fun, cool interfaces, all that good stuff that we're going to kind of cycle through. And it, it's pretty fun because like we're, we've been changing generators for each one of these episodes or different ways of doing it. Um, one of the We Makes a Games, like we, we used that to make and play A Quiet Year, which was actually really, really fun, ended up being a two-parter series. So you guys should check that one out as we play through A Quiet Year and make an entire world out of just some random playing cards, which is really interesting. But for this one, it's very just kind of lighthearted, off the cuff, just trying to, we read off what we see and we see if it has any legs and try and you know expand on that idea to have it make some sort of sense. And some of these game generators that we have definitely don't make sense. <laughs> like it's a, uh, they, they get a little weird. It sounds like a weird jumble of words, honestly. And that's part of the fun. But for instance, why don't we just jump right off? Here's one from uh, one of our generators here. It is a horror game where you build famous people to prevent the fabric of reality from unraveling. <laughs> so like, are we building robots or are we like building famous people up from the ground up? So you're taking some random Joe Schmo off the street and you have to build him up to be a famous person. And then they are in turn like the chosen one to save the world. What do you think? That sounds amazing. <laughs> right? It could be interesting. Like a weird little like dating sim, but you have to find the <laughs> just some random person off the street and make them the chosen one. You turn this random schmuck off the street, turn him into, I don't know. I'm, I don't know why my mind instantly went to the, the that Charles Barkley shut up and jam uh, RPG. That, you know, <laughs> so the old RPG. Yeah. And I'm like, oh man, what if it was just Charles Barkley just like saving the world? I'm like, damn, this this is it. So you just gotta make them into an athlete. <laughs> Bam. So this is you know. the ending of the game though. This is the epic finish, is that he shows up in Space Jam <laughs> and saves the world. Yes. <laughs> God. Him, Bugs Bunny, <laughs> and LeBron James. <laughs> That's the that's the catastrophic event that is going to unravel the fabric of reality is if the monsters win. <laughs> so that's why he went to save them. With his uh, secret juice, <laughs> the secret sauce. Turns out it's just water, but you know, whatever. Hey, man. Water. Beatball's life. <laughs> water is delicious, too. That's great. <laughs> is it? Stay hydrated. I'm just trying to get the kids don't drink water anymore, man. They got to drink water. Stay I know hydrated. I don't drink water either. I try. I'm, I'm getting better at it. I keep my water bottle near me. doesn't mean I drink it, but at least I'm conscious of it. I yeah, look it's at it nice and be like, at oh, I haven't drunk enough water today. I just keep staring at it. And then I go get a Red Bull, but whatever. 
I look at it thinking osmosis works and that this, my glass will be empty by the time I actually pick it up. Mm. Every time I hear body. osmosis, I just can't stop thinking about osmosis Jones and how. I wonderful. mean, I think it's impossible not to think about osmosis <laughs> Jones. <laughs> it's a very good point. It's a very good point. It's such a great movie, right? It just it's a perfect film. It's beautiful. That that era of cartoon movies was so damn good. I'm like thinking that. I'm thinking. Wasn't that like Journey to Atlantis movie around that time? There was, I think so. Uh, yeah, they need to bring God, that back that kind of era of film, like uh, Who oh, from the Roger Eldorado Rabbit and stuff. Those were great. Oh yeah, I heard they're remaking that, so that should be interesting. Oh no, yeah. <laughs> I went from oh yeah to a oh no real fast. <laughs> <laughs> Roger Rabbit. I mean, yeah, yeah. you could say that's problematic nowadays. That's true. Watching the dancer. Wasn't that the one with the wolf that's like tongue falls on the floor? Yeah, there's a scene with that, yeah. And you know, that's getting cut out. Yeah. Instead of a wolf, it'll be a little cat and it'll just smile. (laughs) Yeah, it's going to be very tame going forward. Yeah, they'll all be children. Yeah. So I got one. Mm-hmm. An action game where you trade with random people and it's totally adorable. Oh, that's sweet. But wait, <laughs> how, how do you get action out of it? That's what I'm wondering. So for those out there that are listening, I'm using multiple generators if one isn't uh, in depth enough for me, which I feel like will be most of them. But so I'm adding on the theme of romantic because mm-hmm. I mean, trading adorable stuff romantic it just makes sense Mm -hmm. but my other generator gave me the location and it's set in a volcano (laughs) okay so we have an adventure so it's dante's peak but you're trading like beanie babies with each other you're trading beanie babies to your potential partners in a volcano (laughs) <laughs> but the action come in because, you know, it's it's an active volcano. So, like, you have to be careful of falling rocks. You have to, you know, eventually escape the volcano with whoever you gave the most gifts to. You know, this person you <laughs> traded with that, like, really loved your adorable beanie baby. Like, they're going to leave the volcano with you. And that's that. All oh, these yeah. other people you traded with, screw them. They're all just going to melt. There's like an active quick time event going on where you have to get the doll to that your you know picked chosen lover and you're like dodging little fire specs so that the tag doesn't get burned <laughs> so it keeps the tie tag because <laughs> otherwise it loses its value otherwise you know what's the point? <laughs> you say that as I'm looking at a beanie baby right now. Oh really? Yeah, I still got one or two. I for some reason I have one out right now. I don't know why it, what it's doing out, but it walked um, out on its own. It did. It's alive. <laughs> yeah. It's like take this damn tag off me. You're not going to sell me. But I can't help it. It just looks so good with the tag on it. But you know what? <laughs> Screw that volcano. Let's Pompeii the world, baby. Um <laughs> Yeah, adorable beanie babies given to strangers. Imagine you could do that in real life. Just walk up to somebody and be like, I'll trade you this adorable bean baby for your adorable cat. 
<laughs> and they're like, okay. <laughs> yeah, they're like, cool. It's like an NPC response, right? This is great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, man, the world's filled with NPCs. You know what they say? Mm, I don't. People that only respond to others are NPCs in this world. You got to be the the outgoing go-getter. Mm, you got to be the hero. Yeah, you got to be the hero. You got to save save animals. Kick people in the street if they're running too fast. Mm-hmm. And you got to blow up the lemonade stand. Oh, well, I mean, there's always money in the banana stand, right? So don't worry about that. Jesus Christ. Oh, actually, so I have an idea that comes not from an idea generator, but my brain that I thought about the other Whoa. day. Yeah, I came up the with a real idea. <laughs> I actually had a thought, surprisingly. Uh, but I was watching someone play Resident Evil 4, and I was just thinking about the fact that every single pot you see, like, why are there why are there bullets in all these pots? Why are there just boxes of bullets and things like that, right? So what if either you're the person, like the game is you're following the hero and you are a traveling pot seller. Not weed, but the pots. <laughs> like ornate pots. So that like, oh, I see that, you know, Link came by through the town and destroyed all your pots. Would you like to buy some? And you kind of have to like haggle with people to get to sell your pots. And you oh have to God. like make sure you keep up with Link as he's going. Otherwise, you might get too far ahead and another seller might go through. They might find replacements. So like you need to catch them at that right moment where it's like, oh, my God, this is destroyed. I need to get one. Like, I need this stuff. All my food was stored in there. Well, luckily enough, here I am. But if you go like too soon, then people might get suspicious that you're like working with Link or them. Right. Like, so it's just like traveling pot seller. <laughs> That's the game. That's the game we should make. Oh my god, you heard it here <laughs> now, people. This is this is the game, right? <laughs> Think how many games you break pots, you break boxes. Imagine you're an NPC, not just pots, but you're selling all the breakables. Yeah. Right? And like these little towns you go into, they're gonna be like little knockoffs of like towns from other games. Like, yeah, there's gonna be a a castle, right? We'll call it low rule. Low rule in the house. Um, <laughs> you're selling, you're selling some pot, you know, some pots to them, and then you have your mm, what's a game with a lot of boxes? You could there could be a hanger, right? Mm -hmm. And you're called fuck. I can't say a liquid snake. Uh, you can be. Um, you you're, can be. You're you can solid be a gecko. Soft snake, <laughs> yeah. a, so, a soft gecko, <laughs> and you're selling them cardboard boxes, right? And then you go to, you go to 2005 YouTube and sell boxes to Boxy. Um, you got. Let's see. I'm really drawing a blank on a game with a lot of boxes. Uh, Crash Bandicoot. Damn, it's all boxes. That's true. It's all boxes. So what, he's a dingo, isn't he? Or he's a wombat. Wombat, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. What fuck's a wombat anyway? I don't know, but a dingo ate your baby, according to Jerry oh, okay, Seinfeld. Fuck off. <laughs> um, <laughs> so instead of a, a wombat, right, we're, uh, we're selling them to a hyena. 
<laughs> you're like, here's your boxes. His name is called uh, Collision Band-Aid. And, uh, yeah. So, basically, there's all these little Collision towns. And you, <laughs> and, and you have to... You have to haggle. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I had that long pause right there. I <laughs> there's just a lot of just shut <laughs> off because I'm so happy on this idea. God damn it! Um, a very dramatic pause there. For- <laughs> <laughs> it was like a perfect pause. Yeah. Um, and yes, so you are in line. So basically, when you go to these settings, right? So in the beginning. <clears throat> you're going to these towns to sell. You go to a town and you hear, Hey, like we need some pots. Okay. I'm going to sell some pots, whatever. You know, it's, it's almost like a resource sim kind of thing where you're going to these different towns, but eventually because you want more money, because I mean, apparently this world we're playing is going to be ultra capitalist. You somehow get in touch with these heroes, right? So they call you and be like, Hey, we want some cut of the money. We're going to smash a bunch of these boxes. You be there, drop them off. And you got to think like, are they being serious or are they like, is this a townsperson screwing with you? Or what if it's like inception level where like you're the one whispering in Link's ear that, you know, there's a rupee in every like jar in every pot. Ooh. I like that idea. You you persuade them to break stuff, but if you persuade them too much, they might kill the townsfolk. Mm, they could dip to be the bad person. Link gone wild. <laughs> Slaughter. He smacks the chickens and makes the chickens eat everybody, so it doesn't look like it was him. Did you see like a 60 minutes of Link? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened. Just one day, like, was falling it was okay it was all good everyone was rejoicing but then he came at us with those chickens and he just wouldn't stop and he just kept yelling pots pots more pots <laughs> like you just break a hero <laughs> like mentally they have a mental breakdown because you push too hard that you want them to break pots i like this idea Could what if you had one. a storefront and like You know, I'm almost thinking like those games like Moonlighter, right? Where you have a little storefront and you're selling like pots and stuff. What if like, you know, how like in Moonlighter, I think Moonlighter has this. I might be thinking of one of those Flash games that's similar to it where there'd be like a thief, right? That would come in there and try to steal it. Is there a thief in Moonlighter? I don't remember that. I don't think so. I used to play this back in the day. Uh, A lot of games on Congregate and... Uh, new grounds and there was one where you're like basically the same mechanic like you you don't really go in the dungeons in those games right it's like automated Mm -hmm. but you run a shop and basically while you have that shop there's like the possibility of a thief coming in i forget the name for this game yeah but it was like pretty old flash game Mm -hmm. but so you would have thieves but instead of a thieves in this game it'd be the heroes and they'd come in and break your pots right Mm. Ooh. so then now it's a fight it's like wait a minute now it's a fight this merchant game turns into an action game it turns into a pvp game so this is a massive battle royale 
to sell pots to villages and you have to be the last pot seller standing. You do whatever it takes to take out your competition while persuading the hero to become a villain <laughs> and break into random people's houses. I always thought that was weird in video games that that's okay. Like every you single thing. their drawers. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, this bookshelf's nice. This thing looks expensive. I'm going to take it. And everyone's just like, okay, I'm eating dinner. <laughs> Welcome to my town. We're friendly. Like, what? Yeah, it always was a little odd. I do like when, like, they make characters kind of respond to it, but you, like, barely ever see that. Yeah, I always think it's funny whenever you take something and they're like, hey, like, that's not okay. (laughs) Don't do that. But then that's as far as it goes, right? Like, they don't stop you from actually doing it. Instead, every time that happens to me, I turn around and break another pot. Just look at him and be like, I'm going to look you dead in the eyes as I push this off the table like a cat. (laughs) (laughs) This game needs to happen. I like it. I like it. We'll call it pot dealers. Instead of, wait, no, pot tradesmen. And it's just, we're just going to call it the new PT. (laughs) Wow. We'll get a million hits right there just because of that. Just call it just call it pot trade. Pot trade. Yeah. PT. Ooh, pot trader. <laughs> we're gonna you gotta get, make the pot kind of green too. We're gonna, so yeah, one thing. That's what I was thinking too. I was like, you're gonna get so many mixed people that either think this is a horror game or they really want another stoner game. Mm-hmm. There's a cosmetic for one of your pots. It just turns into a bong. Well, it just turns everything in the game into a bong. Yeah. Yeah. That, Even a that's new collision game plus. band-aid. Yeah. <laughs> collision band-aid turns into a bong. A just bong. absolutely everything is a bong. Now, the people, <laughs> the little <laughs> animals running around. Everyone's like, what the fuck? The tree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the moon. The moon's a bong. Whoa, smoking out of a bong. That's the moon. Whoa. (laughs) It's like a bad Rick and Morty episode. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, there's good ones? Oh, damn. (laughs) (laughs) True. Very true. Uh, I get, though. But imagine everything was a bong. That does sound very Rick and Morty, though. It does. Like, they just end up in a different planet. It's like bong world. It's like, okay, cool. Weird. Well, we know if they make an episode where everything's a bong, you know, we can. Uh, oh, that so. means they're listening, and I'm happy. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Take it <laughs> personally. <laughs> Be like, yo, they got this idea from us. How dope is that? <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I think this game definitely needs to be made 100%. It's so weird and out there. I think this should be our pet project. Yeah. <laughs> so this is a weird one. This, this isn't the one I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about, but I just thought this was a weird prompt. An indie game where you blog about ropes, and it's also kind of a dating sim. <laughs> I'm like, oh, sweet. It's only ropes. I'm a BDSM blogger. <laughs> only ropes. That's what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
Oh, shit. <laughs> I got set in a volcano again. What the fuck? It's what? only ropes in a volcano, but the volcano is your heart. <laughs> That's your that's your excitement meter is a volcano in the corner. <laughs> that's the UI. Whoa. Well, look at that fisherman knot. Wow. Wow. <laughs> that's funny. All right. What about <laughs> this is really random, but exploding educational river ghost. <laughs> what? Yeah. A river ghost. So it's <laughs> I'm just imagining like uh, what's it? The Disney Jungle Cruise. <laughs> but they're mm-hmm. like going down the, the river and just a bunch of ghosts coming out of the water and they yell out things like two plus two equals four and then they explode everywhere and you're trying to dodge a bunch of ghosts as they're spouting random like education like you know elementary school educational facts at you so the whole time you're just like i already know this like what the hell <laughs> did you know the capital of the united states was washington <laughs> <laughs> it can be like a educational game that turns bad yeah. later, like Frog Factions. Mm. It's it's just a, it's what ends up happening to all teachers that die. <laughs> they end up in the river, and they explode due to needing to be able to actually say what they've been trying to say this whole time without being interrupted by children. That they want a living wage, yeah. yeah oh, <laughs> but <laughs> oh, they're not living. That's the sad truth. Teachers, teachers deserve more money. Yeah, a hundred percent. All fun aside, pay the teachers what they deserve. That's a hard ass job. It is not easy. Yeah, can you imagine a world where more idiots are around? Like we, we need teachers. You mean like right now? Uh, but I mean, you know what I'm saying. It's gonna yeah. get worse. Oh yeah, yeah. Horribly worse. How about this? Mm. An action game. Why do I keep getting action games in my prompts? Where you mingle with your phobias in a black hole. Oh, weird. I like that, though. Because, I mean, like, when you're faced with your phobia, like, you could feel like you're in a black hole. So, like, that black hole is your mind, and you're trying to get through it. It's like a... Like each level would be a different phobia that you have to conquer, right? So think about it, like you have an arachnophobia level. So the whole thing's mm-hmm. like spider themed and you're trying to get through it, but like you're slowly trying to swim your way out of this void as like spiders are coming at you and that's the level that you're trying Ooh. to get through. Like psychonaut style, right? Like they get into your brain and that's the level. Imagine you're running through, you're running through a forest that are just spiders, right? And then out of nowhere, like ground underneath you vanishes and you fall into a pool of spiders and you gotta Mm. you gotta swim through these spiders and it's like the haptic feedback on the controller makes it feel like you got little feet crawling all over you oh man and then whenever you finally get out of that pool of spiders you get out of there you stand straight up and you're naked giving a presentation in front of 500 people It's all about phobia. You know, right? some people think that'd be kind of fun, not a phobia. I mean, some people think spiders are fun. Those people are crazy, though. Yeah. See, I can I can deal with, sp- with snakes, but spiders, I don't, I don't know about that. No. I'll take snakes any day. I'm okay with a snake. Yeah. Spiders, no thank you. Yeah. I like my snake. Spiders, eh. Ooh, 
a student project where you investigate snails and your sidekick is the bad guy. <laughs> Let's investigate some snails. <laughs> Speaking quick, of snails. Quick, don't let them get away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm gone. I'm the gone. snail's getting away. We need to do something. Your sidekick just crushes them as soon as you turn around. He's like, what? <laughs> that's that's all your sidekick does. He just steps on the snails. Now you, throw, not- you throw him in an interrogation room and you just put down a salt packet. Yeah, like, don't make me do this. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. That's mean. Yeah. It'd work. You're going to hell. Nah, probably. But that's okay. <laughs> all the fun people are there. I don't know why, but I thought... So I, I saw a movie the other day, and I don't know why I kept thinking it was Snail, but it was actually Shell. But I saw that movie, uh, Marcel, the, the oh, shell Marcel with shoes the shell, on. Yeah. Oh, my God. That movie broke me, man. It's like, so adorable. You, it's adorable. Have you seen but, the YouTube shorts before that? No. Yeah, it was a, a YouTube short thing. That's how it got started. That makes sense, because they showed, showed them all in the movie. Mm. Kind of. It's, I think it showed some. One. The little spider guy is adorable on that one. I kept thinking it? it was snail with shoes on. And I'm like, how does a snail have shoes? No. And I'm like, oh, it's a shell. Yeah, it's Marcel the shell. Yeah, that was, that's a good one. A yeah. Good one. All right, what about what you a war game where you swap dark wizards with friendship? So you're, you are... The, this one's weird, but it's what it first came to my mind. All right. You are Voldemort and you finally had enough and you're like, fuck it. Get these dumbass dark wizards away from me. I want friendship. <laughs> so you're just you're just tricking all the people that have been following you this whole time. All these dark wizards to like go somewhere else so that you can get a little bit of friendship back. <laughs> just try and find a friend. It's. It's Voldemort friend finder. Friendship is magic. Yeah. Ooh, that's the that's gonna be the last line in the game. That's gonna be it. Someone's gonna be like, "You traded all this power, all this stuff for your magic." He's like, "Friendship is the ultimate magic." And he rides off with a pony. Yeah, <laughs> on, the, on the last unicorn that <laughs> he didn't kill. My Little Pony. <laughs> yeah, Princess Sparkle or whatever the hell. <laughs> I'm a little worried that you know that. It's, I mean, you can make up any, like, I'm sure there's, you know, Duke Glitter's hooves or whatever the fuck. Like, uh, Duke <laughs> Glitter. <laughs> Is that the pony Duke Nukem? Yeah. <laughs> I, I guarantee, get, if it's not already something, give it like 10 years. That's going to be something. <laughs> Duke Glitter hooves. It's going to be my pony name. <laughs> <laughs> all right so how about this a strategy game where you destroy eldritch monstrosities but you don't play a big role in the story so you can actually do pretty much whatever you want <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> yeah, the, these generators are goofy as hell but uh, i love this one for some reason so like i like the idea of them marketing this game as some epic thing where you're fighting these eldritch monsters, right? Like crazy Cthulhu beasts and all that stuff. But if you just want to sit back and watch Netflix, you can kind of just do that. That's fine. 
and just kind of do that in the game where it's like, I don't feel like doing that right now. I can if I want, but now nah, I'm good. It's the ultimate like procrastination game. It's like, yeah, I'll get to it tomorrow. <laughs> I love that. I don't know why I like that so much. I love the fact like the idea of putting so much work into like these fights to make them the most epic things in the world. There's like crazy looking things, super realistic. And then it's just, like, I'm, I'm going to go to the liquor store and buy some ice cream. You want some? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> Like, I don't know why I like that so much. <laughs> it's so dumb. A god game where you fire pellets at celebrities and near the end you ascend to godhood. <laughs> I like this. It's a good one. We need more stuff like this. Yes. What kind of pellets, though? Like mm. poop pellets, pee pellets? I think I think those are like upgradable, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Just BB pellets, and then they 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 become pea pellets, or like a anti collagen pellets. So, so oh. their face starts sagging more and more. You hit them, Whoa. <laughs> and then it turns into a horror movie, a horror game taking place in Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> Dress up as like a paparazzi, but instead of the camera. It's just a, a big pellet gun yeah. launcher. You are the ultimate paparazzi. Oh, yeah. Paparazzi. Oh, there you go. Pop, right? Emphasis on pop, paparazzi. Popping celebrities in the face. Hell yeah. <laughs> a sim game where you feel bad for absolutely everything with killstreak bonuses. So there's that. You feel bad for killing things. Yeah, so like your character actually feels bad for what they're doing, but you get some pretty awesome bonuses for kill streaks. <laughs> I like that idea. That's fun because it's one of the things too with games, right? Like nobody ever feels or like expresses sympathy for what they're doing. Like, I mean, like, even look at Resident Evil 4. Like, there's an iconic thing that somebody, I forgot, there was someone was interviewing about it recently that was talking about it, where they, they're, like, in the village, obviously, everyone's out there to get you. Mm -hmm. But there's, like, a character, like, they just look like real people nowadays, right? So it's kind of hard to just shoot people in the face. Like, because unless they're, like, coming out and attacking you. Because early on, there's some lady that's just in her yard doing laundry, and you can just go up and just pop her in the face. Like, you know, like later, if you walk into her yard or something, she might just start trying to attack you. But as you're huh. walking up to the village, she's just doing laundry. Right. And like, these are supposed to be like zombie Dow, you know, monsters. But now they're just doing laundry, like whatever, like living their lives. And then you walk in Mr. Leon Kennedy, right? Like just destroying everything. Like it's a really problematic game, actually, now looking at it where you're just constantly fighting people who are speaking a different language and they look like people and you just kind of came out of nowhere. I mean, that was the whole problem with five. Right. Five, I five mean, made five, it, was... five made it really bad. Five made it really yeah, bad. Yeah. There were some scenes in there. Where I was like, Oh boy, they're really, they're pushing. They're going really far with this. Mm -hmm. I mean, at least for it, You can kind of get away with it. 
Yeah, right? at least like there was it, like the head pops, right? So like, yeah, it also just didn't seem like they were stereotyping like with five. Like five, it was like, I feel like pretty in your face. Yeah, you know. And then six but, has the logo of a guy blowing a giraffe, so that's fun. Yeah, I hope they include that in the remake. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> You know they like I can't wait Capcom code. I can't wait until they remake five because we're gonna have that amazing scene where Chris Redfield is punching boulders again. Oh god, Spe- that's like the only thing they keep from the game. <laughs> yeah, and they change absolutely everything, but they keep the punching boulders. <laughs> well, they kind of have to now if they remake five, because there's a line in Oh, they have to. Well, is it in Seven or Village where like they like Chris or somebody even like makes a joke about it and mentions in mentions him punching boulders. So like it's canon in their new game. I think it was an eight. Yeah. Like they even bring it up. It's like, well, you kind of have to put that in there now. If they redo five, he's going to be punching boulders, but you know, they're going to make it like more epic, but yeah, oh yeah, it was, it was pretty bad. Like it's a, a boulder, like five times the size of him. And you just kind of like wedge yourself up against it and just keep punching it over and over again. It's really dumb. It's, yeah. <laughs> I, w- I mean, that era had a lot of stupid mechanics and games. It, this just makes me want to play through all the Resident Evil games because I've never really played through any of them more than, I don't know, four hours. Yeah. I would like to play through four again. That'd be fun. It's a good one, though. I mean, despite all the problems, the remake looks fantastic, so... Yeah, I I played the demo for four and enjoyed it, um, but I'm also like I kind of want to just start from zero and go up. Yeah, but it would be cool to go through the remakes now and see what happens. Yeah. All right, what about an indie game where you save the world with emo kids and loot sweet gear? <laughs> Ooh, it, this reminds me sweet gear, <laughs> like super sweet gear, man. It's rad. Like bullet belts. Well, yeah, that's what I was. It's like like bullet belts and like youth small t shirts and stuff like that, you know. Yeah. <laughs> some fake bangs and some manic panic hair dye. Yeah. Checkered slip on vans. Hell yeah, dude! But you got to make sure there's some sort of holes in them. They got to be ripped up a little yes. bit, like you've had them for a while. And <laughs> your parents didn't just spend a hundred dollars on shoes that you can rip up. And safety pins. Don't forget the safety pins. Oh, God, I always forget about the safety pin yep. crap. They got to be included somehow, somewhere, some way. Safety pins. It's essential. Love it. And then you got to change your name, too. So you got to change your name. Like, you got to take the first letter of your name and then find, like, a really dumb word associated with it, like catastrophic Christian or something like that, right? Like Catastrophic Christian. Because <laughs> remember that? Like, <laughs> that sounds really funny, actually. <laughs> It's like a movie title. I kind of like that name. <laughs> or like, because you remember there's like Atomic Ashley and right, like Malicious Melissa. And like, like that was a thing that we used to do in the MySpace days. Switchblade Susie. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that was the thing. You got to do that. This actually reminds me of Emo Game. Remember Emo Game? That sounds very familiar. I love that game. Like you actually played like band members and were like had superpowers and like save the world and shit it was pretty awesome oh i think i remember this i'm looking it up right now yeah oh shit yeah. excuse my language 
I forgot about this. I would love to go like play that game again. That was an awesome game. I didn't realize it was only back in 2002. Wow. Yeah, it was an old one for sure, but it's actually like a solid game. Like they did a really great job on it. I miss flash games. I feel like we brought this up multiple times. Yeah. Oh my god, Congregate looks like ass nowadays. Oh, this, well, I forgot the Flash is done, but a simulation game where you mutate conspiracy theorists until the sequel. Oh god, so you're making the conspiracies for the next game? Yes, you mutate them. That would be cool if it had like a, you know, when you get like a demo for a game and it's able to carry over your save or like part two, you can carry over your characters. Where like if they can, like the things that you've been like fucking with and mutating in the first one can then become the conspiracies of the second game. That'd be pretty awesome, actually. Yeah, you know, games did that for a while and then just stopped doing that. I don't know why, you know, I think about like, that 360 era of PS3, like, we saw a lot of games do that where, like, stuff carried to a sequel. And I feel like we don't see that anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I, granted, I feel like, you know, for some reason, I'm thinking Octopath Traveler, right? Like, beating the first game doesn't carry anything over to the second game. But it's like, I don't know, like, Back in the day, I feel like you played a game and you played its sequel. There'd always be something that would carry over to the sequel in order to say, hey, thank you for playing that, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like, I'm thinking, like, the Suikoden oh, games uh, back on the PlayStation 1, they unlock, like, stuff for the second game. Or Golden Sun. Golden, that was the one I just played recently. Oh, right? yeah. yeah. Like, Golden Sun had that dumb mechanic, though, where if you beat it, it gave you five pages of random text, like random strings of characters that you had to then type into Golden Sun 2 in order to carry over all like the stuff you had from the first one. Because it's the same characters and then you get like a new cast. So like you can keep their level caps and all the magic and the spells and the equipment. But you need to type in a five page doc of random string of characters to prove that you beat the first game. Like, it's pretty bad. Luckily, nowadays, there's the internet where you can just Google what you're supposed to type in. Still a pain in the ass. But, yeah, back then, that was that was not easy. I'm trying to even think how you would do that back then if you only had, like, one Game Boy. Because you can't, like, take a screenshot of it. So what would you do? You just, yeah, the struggle. You just bust out a pad and paper and just start writing and then put in the other one? Then it had to have been it. Yeah. That sucks. God, that's horrible. <laughs> I love this one. A social media game where you align blocks and you hate every single minute of it. <laughs> so it's just <laughs> it's just shared hatred. So everyone that plays this game absolutely hates this game. But <laughs> you just keep doing it because it's there. In that shared hatred. I love it. It's a great idea. It's like the first, I mean, there was such a big, people loved those frustration games like Flappy Bird and all that crap. Dude, Flappy Bird was cool, man. It's okay. (laughs) 
It was so innovative. Yeah, when he pressed jumped, it jumped, kind of. <laughs> Just falling with style. Exactly. You gotta follow style. Yeah, people love, like, Jump King and getting over mm-hmm. it. And, like, I've played them. They're fun. I feel like they're more so meant for, like, streaming. So, like, people can, like, crap on you and you fail. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I feel like they're always enjoyable to watch or play for, like, 20 minutes. No. Yeah, I, I always find those games more fun to watch than to play. But they are so popular. It's insane. Like, I, definitely the, that style of game is only popular because of streamers and people yelling and mm-hmm. seeing people being frustrated with them. So then you end up downloading it because you think it's fun. And then when you play it, you're like, this game fucking sucks. Like, <laughs> it's just just pissed all the time because you're not getting that social interaction that the person was and they were streaming it. So it's like a false sense of a good game. Ooh. A god game where you taunt kingdoms and you're addicted to robot implants. <laughs> Look at my shiny new arm. <laughs> Aren't I cool, other kingdom? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> You gotta blackmail some kingdoms into giving you some robot parts, <laughs> yeah. right? You know, you're, you're talking to... Uh, hmm. We'll call them uh, the junk kingdom, right? Because they just got a lot of junk. Mm-hmm. But they got this sweet, shiny rod. And you're like, oh, I need that implanted. And they're like, nah, dog, you can't do that. And you're like, oh, yeah? Well, you can kiss my shiny metal ass. <laughs> and boom. You know, the more you taunt these kingdoms in the submission, the more implants you get. And your goal is to become full robot or a cyborg, right? Yeah, a cyborg. Yeah. <laughs> Terminator, baby. That's the ultimate goal. So he, you just watch the Terminator and that's your goal. <laughs> that's how the game opens. You're like, I want. I want robot breast implants. Uh, which ones though? Like Austin Power style, where it's like machine guns. Yes. <laughs> Make them rocket launchers. <laughs> there you go. Even better. Even better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got another social media game for you. This is oh fun. boy! So this is Farmville? this is for all you uh, food bloggers and foodies out there, or anyone oh that God, wanted to be a food critic in their life. A social media game where you overanalyze ingredients. Uh, and in parentheses, there's a board game, too. <laughs> oh, God. So the whole point of the game is just look at recipes and who can get the most words of overanalyzing these things. You get a score based on how, like, over, like, ridiculous you describe food. This red wine chicken has a nice reduction. It pairs well with this very fruit-forward salt that I got from the Hawaiian Ocean. Ooh. It's a it's a red flake salt. Three stars. <laughs> he scored the three-star points on there. That's right. How about a browser game where you resurrect man-beasts because 
thou must. <laughs> why are you doing I it? I love that it is throw <laughs> yeah. words. It's like, why are you playing this game? Because I must. <laughs> <laughs> I has no choice. <laughs> it's a browser game, so you can play it at work. You can play it anywhere. Ooh, that's good. That's good. Imagine you're you're at your job, you're doing an order on the computer, you see a little tab or a little thing on the under the browser bar, right? And it just says man beast. And you're like, oh snap. That's right. <laughs> click on it. And it it make you have to click, right? Like a like a clicker. And you just keep click, 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 click. And the more you do that, the more you resurrect beasts. Man <laughs> just beasts. Floods, floods your browser with just man beasts. Yeah, it's like albino black sheep back in the day, right? <laughs> right. So like your browser is just like five thousand little pop ups of man beasts. Oh, and it's like not the safe for work kind of man beast, right? It's like that deviant art like <laughs> Tumblr centaur. The type where you close your laptop real fast if anybody's nearby. <laughs> <laughs> and then you open it real quick in the bathroom. No. Um <laughs> and <laughs> Yeah, Man Beast Resurrection. I like it. I like it. MBR. What yeah. are you playing? MBR. Yeah. <laughs> MB. <laughs> okay. Speaking of Man Beast, here. <laughs> what the hell? Yes. What the hell is this game? All right, a role playing game where you win Hot Boys, <laughs> and the gameplay changes depending on where you're playing it. So wherever you oh. <laughs> so it's like pokemon go so there's like regions for hot boys <laughs> and the more you play it the more hot boys you get <laughs> what, the fuck? what a weird game where do you think would be the best place mm -hmm. you know you think about pokemon go it's like parks but like yeah oh true like where's the where are the poke stops or the hot boy stops <laughs> it's at every Abercrombie and Finch. <laughs> right. It's just at the CrossFit gyms. <laughs> go there and it's like, all right, I'm going to catch me some hot boys. What? It's a video game. It's fine. <laughs> well, you've been in the bathroom for a very long time. Yeah, I'm just catching some hot. I was trying to catch action. this hot boy, but he kept running away. <laughs> <laughs> oh god oh it's so bad i love it yeah that's kind of hard to top that's a good one except for this Ooh. a simulation game where you enslave kittens in gigantic strongholds that that sounds wonderful <laughs> and it's set in the mountains you just save you're just filling your kingdom with kittens it's like, sir. Yes, but they must work for you. I actually really enjoy that. <laughs> I would play the hell out of that game. I don't even care where it ends. That's just great. It ends with you eating the kittens. Mm, never mind. You know how chicken nuggets are made? That's what they're going to do with the kittens. Uh, uh. It's like that, oh God, I always imagine that, that picture that was sent out with like the McNuggets, that like pink putty oh. shit. Stop. <laughs> I forgot about the putty. Oh, yeah, that was gross. 
oh, how about this? Instead of something evil, you're just enslaving kittens to make more cat memes. You're going you're gonna to bring back the cat meme era again. Mm. So this is the distant future where cat memes have died because TikTok is illegal. So you have to resurrect. Oh, shit. You have to resurrect cat memes by filling your castle and kingdom with cats. We got long cat. We got <laughs> we got lime cat. We got, we got, got cat. We got disappearing cat. We got what the fuck is that cat? We got bub. Yeah. Oh, little bub. Poor little bub. Oh, everyone's. It's funny how you just say bub and everyone's like, oh, little bub. Yeah. Like everybody. <laughs> I feel bad for that little buddy. Yeah. What about um? Cat has cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> I can has. <laughs> I hated that picture. I can has so much. <laughs> I just love. I more so hated the people that would say it out of nowhere, thinking they were so quirky. It, yeah, like yeah. I feel like that came out in high school. Maybe mm-hmm. that was after though, but I feel like that was a high school thing. I feel like that was after high school for us. Let's see. When did it start? Oh, it was created in 2007. So, no, I was still in high school. That's the year I graduated. Yep. So. You're older than me? Fuck, I forgot about that. I can has. (laughs) Just remember that. Everything became I can has. Anytime there was an animal, like a dog or a cat, and they were just looking at the fucking camera, it was always I can has and then blank. (laughs) Like, whatever they were looking at. If I fit, I yeah. sit. <laughs> Gosh. You know what, man? I don't care what anybody says. This is fun. <laughs> yeah, I kind of like hard, this. It's hard not to put a smile on your face whenever you see Ike and Has Cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's such a stupid looking cat. You're just like, oh. I love it. I love it. God, yeah, the cat memes really just ended out of nowhere. I feel like they were going strong for so long, and then I feel like it's it's weird. Like cat stuff became so like ingrained in everything. Where now we have so many documentaries and movies on just cats. We have Jackson Galaxy with his cat from Hell show. I mean, there's even CatCon LA, where there's a whole convention for just cats. And actually, there's another convention that's coming in the end of April to San Diego, too, which I was looking at, and I might go, but you know, whatever. Uh, but <laughs> like there's, there's, there's like, now it's, it's, I don't know, it's, it's weird. It's like, a, almost where it's, everybody loves it, so it's not that fun anymore. It's almost like a, like, stage diving used to be cool, right? But there's, I, I was, I read a docu, or I read a, a quote from a rock star that said, the day stage diving became uncool was the day that McDonald's did a, com- a commercial where Ronald McDonald jumped off the stage and did a stage dive. Like it, that was the day that they stopped doing it was when that commercial came out. So like now that it's that was a commercial. Yeah, apparently there's a commercial of that. And so it's it's become so wide like mainstream that now it's like eh, right? Like you kind of lose that magic anymore. See, for me, after working at a cat shelter mm. where I was around cats for years as my job and having middle-aged to a little bit older coworkers and volunteers who were 
all triple my age. Mm. They were always sharing those old cat memes well into the early 2010s. Yeah, because it's still. So I was like, oh, this, these guys are still popular, huh? They're like, check out this cat meme my friend made. And it's like <laughs> really, really bad. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's great. It's funny, actually. Yeah, that was a fun job being with cats all day. Didn't have to deal with people. You just play music. I like it. Uh, I like it. Simple days. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us this week. Hope you guys enjoyed the crazy chaos of these game generators. They always are just weird and bizarre and out there and just kind of fun and just like a good little thought process. And this is a nice little like decompression kind of episode for us, which is just fun and to just enjoy this space and just see what comes out of it. Uh, And the great thing is, I mean, none of this stuff is vetted beforehand. So I think that just makes it that much more fun and interesting to go through this. But yeah, anyway, we'll talk to you guys next week with the next set of games and craziness that we find throughout space time and all that good stuff. Uh, But until then, bye for now.